quick facts. Do you know that all of the cells in a human body are replaced over a period of say 7 or 8 years? So this means that even if those new year, new me captions that people post on 1st January are mostly lies, but in a more biological sense, new decade, new me is quite apt. Wait, what? Did I just give away a fact to you? Without a story? Oof, that's my bad. Let me make it up to you with another story. How's it going everyone? Welcome to another episode of Take a Wild Guess, the show where I tell you the story of an object, a place, a historical event or a name and you guess what I'm talking about. Today's episode is called The Whole is More Than the Sum of Its Parts. This is the story of a figure from Greek mythology, a demigod who was the son of Poseidon and the hero of Athens. Do you know who I'm talking about? If not, listen on. Maybe you will figure it out by the end of today's story. And even if you don't, you can always take a wild guess. So let us begin. Now, Greek mythology has some of the strangest and most interesting stories ever. One of them is that of the hero of our story. So this hero was born when Poseidon, the god of the sea, seduced Aethra, the wife of King Aegeus. Uh, as a quick side note here, the Aegean Sea is named after this guy, King Aegeus. The king got very angry when Aethra became pregnant and he left her. But he did not bear any ill will to the unborn child. So before leaving, he buried his sword and sandals under a huge rock. He then told Aethra that if the son grew up to be strong and heroic enough to move the rock and retrieve the sword and sandals, he will bestow the boy with royal parentage. By that I mean he will recognize the boy as his heir to Athens. Spoiler alert, he did move the rock. Our hero was raised by his mother in her maternal land, unaware of his father's identity. When he grew old enough to move the rock, his mother told him the truth about his father and that he must take the sword and sandals to Athens and claim his birthright. His journey to Athens was full of adventures. Each of these stories deserve a standalone episode actually. Even the story where he killed an enormous pig. Anyway, let's skip to the juicy part. When he arrived in Athens, he found out that Aegeus had taken a new wife, Medea. Now Medea is a really nasty character from Greek mythology. So I do recommend my listeners to check her out after they listen to today's story. But I digress. Now when the hero appeared in the king's court, the king did not immediately recognize his own sword and sandals, but Medea did. And she was worried that this hero will lay claim to Athens and instead of her own son, he will become the heir. So in classic media fashion, she decided to kill him off. And she tried many times using various devious tactics. Again, long story short, she didn't succeed and the hero lived on. Now one of the hero's most famous adventures is when sometime after he came back to Athens, Minos, who was the king of Crete, invaded Athens. And not just did he invade Athens, he imprisoned the Athenians in a place called the Labyrinth. The Labyrinth was a huge maze-like structure which was constructed underground below the city of Crete. 
and inside the labyrinth there was a huge half human half bull monster called the minotaur so our hero entered this labyrinth killed the minotaur and freed the athenians now after killing the monster the hero returned to athens with the freed athenians in a ship as a tribute to their savior the athenians kept the ship as a memento it was stored in the athenian harbor for hundreds of years and it was always kept in perfect condition whenever a part of the ship got old or decayed it was replaced by a new part so over the years none of the parts of the original ship which had sailed from crete to athens remained all of them were replaced this story has inspired an amazing philosophical paradox if the ship on which the hero sailed has been so heavily repaired and one by one each part has been replaced is it even still the same ship and if not at what point did it stop being the same ship also if someone took all of the original parts and assembled them again which ship would be the real one the one with its parts replaced or the one made from the replaced parts and in any case if one of them is the real ship then what do you call the other one this concept is so interesting because it applies to various other fields as well it can be applied to human personalities and identities it can be applied to our relationships it can even be applied to evolution both biological and cultural for example you know both spanish and portuguese derive from latin and this was obviously a gradual process right a few words and a few pronunciations were replaced every year or so so then at what point do we declare a language to be separate and not just a dialect of the mother language and oh yes if all the cells in your body are replaced over a decade at what point in time is it safe to say new decade new me rather is it actually a new you has the old you stopped being in existence is the you that you call yourself merely the sum of all of its constituents all of its cells or something more than that do you know who is the hero of our story even if you don't take a wild guess the answer is theseus and the thought experiment is called the ship of theseus that's it for today if you like this episode please subscribe and share it with your friends till next time i am your host chaitanya ganu and this is take a wild guess